Welcome to track number eight of Life in the Church. Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, and that is God. Amen. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not kill. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor thy father and thy mother. And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these I have observed from my youth. Thou lackest. Everybody say one thing. One thing. thing. Thou Thou lackest. Go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross, and follow me. And he was sad at that saying, and went away grieved, for he had great possessions. Amen. And Jesus looked around about and said unto his disciples, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again and said unto them, Children, how hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven, of God. And they were astonished out of measure, saying among themselves, Who then can be saved? And Jesus looking upon them saith, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible then peter began to say to him lo we have left all and have followed thee and jesus answered and said verily i say unto you there is no man that has left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels but he shall have he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the world to come eternal life but many that are first in the greek protos shall be last eschatos and the last eschatos first protos (laughs) hallelujah I tell you we are going to have a very interesting session on this scripture amen Amen. because uh, it is the basis of a lot of confusion amen that I believe 
God wants us to resolve in our hearts and our lives. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. And that is many of us are trying hard to be good. Are you not, Pastor Two? Are you not trying hard to be good? I believe so. Pastor Two is trying hard to be good. Pastor Richard is trying very hard to be good. Pastor Imaris is trying hard to be good. Pearl is trying hard to be good. Emmanuel, her friend, is trying hard. Did you talk after church? You didn't talk. Oh. Huh? Shake your hand and say, I don't know whether it's enjoying this. Uh, and uh, Emmanuel is not uh, actually understanding the revelation. <laughs> now, this scripture is a very, 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 very important scripture for us. One thing thou lackest. In a good person like Seth and Kennedy. <laughs> this is a scripture for good people. Is there anybody who's trying to be good? Stand up. Anybody who's trying his best to be really serve the Lord. <laughs> if you are really trying, really from the bottom of your heart to serve the Lord, please stand up. Huh? You are? Okay. One thing thou lackest. Tell somebody one thing, but there's one thing. <laughs> okay, now I want you to interview the person standing by you and ask the person, Do you commit adultery? He said, Thou knowest the commandment. Is it do you commit adultery? What did they say? What did they say? Okay, do not kill. Ask the person, do you kill? As a person, any abortions? Any abortions recently? Any abortions recently? No abortions, okay. The next one, do not bear false witness. As a person, do you tell lies? Do you bear false witness? Do you? What did they say? No. The question is making you lie. Okay. Defraud not. Do you cheat people? Is there anybody you've cheated? Are you sure there's nobody you've cheated? Maybe you've taken somebody's wife. Or you've taken somebody's beloved. Or you've taken somebody's boyfriend. Or it's taking somebody's husband. Careful now. Are you sure? You are sure about that? Are you sure you haven't cheated anybody? Are you not owing somebody? When he calls you, 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 you say you call back or you don't answer. When you see his number, when you see the number, he said, No, I will not answer this call. When you see him, you start speaking in tongues. Are you sure? Defraud not. 
sometimes as pastors we are forced to even be debt collectors one day one of my church members was going to arrest another church member and he said i am going to arrest him and i said i beg you don't arrest him i said i'm going to arrest him i said i beg you don't arrest him and he said it's too much so pastor when you hear that he's in prison i have arrested him what could i say because the guy was also very bad so defraud not but you are all doing honor thy father and thy mother are you honoring your father as a person are you honoring now notice verse 20 verse 20 and he answered and said unto him master all these have i observed from my youth tell the person brother all these have i observed from my youth tell the person i've been doing all these things i've been doing all these things tell the person i don't have a problem with any of the things you have asked about tell the person i'm in control of all these defraud adultery lying i don't have a problem with it (laughs) how many now agree that you are like the man who came because you are qualified fully okay sit down for part two (laughs) then jesus beholding him loved him everybody say loved him god loves you because you are trying hard to be good and he can see your efforts amen he can see your efforts even though you are not perfect and it's not working perfectly he can really see so jesus is now looking at you from heaven and he's loving you and he's saying oh it's such a I, I love i just love brother duke i love brother duke i love brother duke i love brother wilson i love him he's trying so hard you see but then he realized that the guy really wanted more so he was provoked to say more how many want the more <laughs> all right there's 21 jesus beholding him loved him and said unto him one thing thou lackest just one thing one thing go thy way sell whatsoever thou hast and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven come then and take up your cross and follow me and he was sad at that saying and went away grieved for he had great possessions i like the way fred price says it he says for great possessions had him he had great possessions but it's really great possessions had him he had great possessions hmm. and jesus looked around about and said unto the disciples how hardly 
shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God. And the disciples were astonished at his words. And Jesus answered and emphasized the second time, children, children, how hard it is for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to enter the kingdom of God than for a camel. It is easier for a camel to enter the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they were astonished without measure, saying among themselves, who then can be saved? And Jesus, looking upon them, saith, with men it is impossible, but not with God. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lord, we have left all and followed thee. And Jesus said, There is no man who has left a house, brethren, sisters, father, mother, wife, children, land for my sake and the gospel, but he shall receive now, hundredfold now in this time, houses, brethren, sisters, mothers, children, land with persecutions. He shall receive a hundredfold when? Now in this time. I circle the word now in this time. Hundredfold houses. So what God is saying is that if I've given up one house, I'm going to have a hundredfold houses. Now in this time, not in heaven. We We are seeing something here. If I've given up a house for the gospel's sake, I'm going to have a hundredfold of houses, a hundredfold of lands, a hundredfold of children, mothers, fathers, and also persecutions. And I will have it not in heaven, but I will have the houses on earth. Now, in this time, <laughs> Brother Richard, are you with me? <laughs> yeah. And then after that, in eternal life, I will also have the blessings of eternal life. This part, you have to take the whole thing, teaches us that God is not against you having a house. Jesus, because if he wasn't against you having a house, then why is he going to give you hundredfold houses if he's against you having something? So if this, when this rich man came to see Jesus, was Jesus against him having a house? He looked at the rich man and said, No, I don't, I don't want you to have a house. Go and sell the house. Go and sell this. Go and sell this. Go and sell this. And then, not only go and sell, but go and sell it. And come and follow me and take up your cross and follow after me. So Jesus is not against houses. He's not against money. He's not against... And somebody may spiritual. Oh, yes, pastor. A pastor shouldn't have anything. Oh, you, when you get to heaven, you have all your mansions in heaven. That's you. But I'm looking to Jesus to follow Jesus. Amen. Amen. What is it that Jesus was after from us? What is it that he was after? What was he trying to say that the children, the people were so surprised? The Bible said, and the disciples were astonished because you see, they were not poor. Fishermen, they had boats. They were not poor. What is it? And then he went on to clarify. And he said that how hardly shall those that trust in riches 
enter the kingdom of God. One thing many good people lack is this one thing. And that is the ability to disconnect yourself and your life from the dependence on earthly incomes and earthly riches. And to now put your trust in God is the greatest difficulty for most good people. They will not commit adultery. They will not steal. After some time, a lot of these things, even as your flesh grows older, you even lose the energy. The most common drug that is sold in America, according to one information that I had, is Viagra. Which is a drug that helps men to have an erection. You take it about 30 minutes before you want to have sex. And then, yes, activities. And then, 30 minutes time or so, you start to try to be active. And what, what are the things, Emmanuel, that you do? Nakedness, <laughs> humility, <laughs> reality, and so on. <laughs> humility, and all that. And, and you start to do all those things. And then you start to have erection. And the, it's the most common popular drug. So even what it's showing you is that as people grow older, or even if you look at a cross pop, uh, section of the population, a lot of men even have the difficulty in having sex. It's like it's not even something that is driving them, but even the thing is even dying. <laughs> And I mean, I was surprised to find out it's the commonest uh, drug. <laughs> Are you still around or you, 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 you going back? You don't like the things I talk about, you see. So you now, as you grow older, some of these don't tell lies. You would have told lies and they would have knocked you so much in life that you would have stopped telling lies after a while. You would have had so many different boyfriends and different girlfriends. You now, you, 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 the thing would have beaten you enough. You, this thing, when you see it, you say, this one is analos. Another of the same kind of problem is coming again. Amen. You say another of the same kind of problem is coming to my life again. Amen. So you stop it. You would have cheated people and they've taken you to prison. And you would not like to go to prison. So you would have stopped defrauding. You would have stopped bearing false witness. Killing. You would have committed abortion. The feeling you feel after doing abortion, I wouldn't have. And so you would have even said, if I had not even aborted the child, at least I would have had a child today. Who would have been comforting me in my loneliness? So a lot of these things, even naturally, as you go along, you sort of cool off. But there's one thing that thou lackest. And that one thing stays with many Christians for a long time. And that is the ability... to lose what you is dear to you and to not have its 
safety, is protection. The protection and keeping you alive. To give up what you have left your countries and what not to come here to get. To give it up. That is the key thing. And the trust in the security that this world and the money in this world seems to offer. That is why the hardest struggle as you go along in church is not even fornication or lying or whatever, but you will see that always just a few people are being able to pay their tithes. The rest of them have a lot of things to say. And the ability to give, to give, to sell what you have. And Jesus told them, you know, I I love Jesus for this. I love Jesus for this. What he said, what Jesus said was, the fact Jimmy would you be prepared to leave Switzerland you and your wife and leave Geneva and your jobs at WHO and go to Canon to go and work for the Lord and we will be here and try and remember we will try and remember here to pay our first and best (laughs) And we will try and remember here to give donations and send you $250 every month. Think about it carefully. In reality. Jimmy. (laughs) Yeah. Now Jimmy is a great guy, but I'm showing him that one thing thou lackest. (laughs) Yeah, Jimmy's a great guy, but he lacks one thing. Mary, would you be prepared to leave WHO and Geneva and let me send you to Limbe? Do you know Limbe? It's in Cameroon. To go and live there in a flat or a room there or one room or whatever and we will remember. Okay, don't forget those of you here. Remember? We are going to take offerings, first and best. <laughs> and we are going to send it to you in Limbe every month. Pardon? You are thinking about it. <laughs> She's not even going to pray. She's thinking. Kennedy. You are from Nigeria. From Ghana. Would you be prepared? I want to send you to... Um... <laughs> I want to send you to Keta. In the Volta region. He's from there. Ah. <laughs> Homecoming. <laughs> uh, do you pay your first and best, Kennedy? But you've not always paid your first. You started at a point. Come, 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 come. Yeah. 
started on a regular basis about four years now, continuously. And how long have you been in the church for? Uh, five, yeah, five to six years. Yeah. yeah. So you see, the first two years, <laughs> no show. <laughs> no show. So there are still a lot of people just like how you were. No show Christians. Is that not so? Exactly so. So we would like to send you to Keta in the Volta region to live there. And I think if we are, you are in Keta and we, we send you um, $100 or 150 or maybe 200 maximum, I think it's a good for Keta because there's not much. There is a taxi in Keta. I don't I think so. <laughs> it's a long time. A long time I went there. Why, why is it a long time you went to where you come from? <laughs> Do you think he's enjoying the... <laughs> Kennedy, I don't know why the Lord made me mention your hometown. Because I didn't know. I, I thought you were from Nigeria. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you commit adultery? <laughs> No, 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 I'm not married. You are not married. Uh, what about fornication? No, sir. What about stealing? No, sir. Do you, do you kill? No. Do you bear false witness? No. <laughs> so he is a good person, is that not so? Tell him, point to him, say one thing thou lackest, Kennedy, one thing. <laughs> yeah. You see now? He's a good person. He's in the church. He's doing his best for the Lord. He's a shepherd. He's nice. Why, why are you not married? You don't have anybody? Show interest. Eh? Show interest. And then it will start. So, one thing he lacks is good, is great. One thing. And God loves you for what you are doing. But if you really want to go the next step, <laughs> your trust is in something. And that's why you don't want to go to Keta. Your trust. Your trust. Hmm? Wow. That's a, I'm sorry I can't say anything nicer. I mean, I wish I could say something nicer. Very hard. The Bible said the man went away grieving and sorrowing. Sharon. <laughs> Sharon, where do you come from? Jamaica. Jamaica. So I want to send you. Huh? To Kingston. <laughs> Will you go to Kingston? 
Well, Bishop, I think I'd have a problem because my husband is from Ghana and I don't think he would be willing to go and I, I don't know if I could leave him to go. <laughs> where, where is your husband? Where is he? Is he here? He's, he didn't come for the camp. He doesn't come anymore. He doesn't come to church anymore. He doesn't come to church. Wow. Double problem. It's not easy. Hmm? Sammy? Where's your wife? Have you heard of a town called Mankesim? Yes, sir. I want you to go to Mankesim, leave everything here. I saw your nice Mercedes Benz outside. I don't think you can. I don't think there's any road in Mankesim that you can use. <laughs> and I want you to go and stay there. What do you think? In two weeks' time. Today is 14th. What's today's date? 16th, 12th. 26th. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Bishop, uh, it's not all that. Please, allow him to speak, please. It is easy. I mean, uh, with God, with God, all things are possible. <laughs> So are you ready? Bishop, uh, <laughs> at this time, I can't say yes. But uh, I know that uh, if you give me a little time, it is, it is possible. <laughs> one thing thou lackest. Tell me, tell me one thing thou lackest, Sammy, one thing. You see, this is the great problem. This is the great issue. This is everybody's moral good, averagely trying to do it. But there's just one thing that separates you from becoming really fruitful as you become the things you. Or he had great possession. The things you possess, the job you have, the house you have, the wife you have, the things you have, those things are actually what we are working for and not God. So if God had his way, he would say, Kennedy, I need a pastor in Keta. Go, get up and go. You, I mean, if I was an army general, and the Lord is an army general, he is our commander. He would get up and step up and say, look, all of you, I anoint you now and I send you forth. You, go here. 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 Huh. And I would, I would distribute everybody now 
to all the places where the workers are needed because the time is short but my people who i would have sent are eventually owned and controlled by their possessions and their fruitfulness is very limited it's very conditional very conditional fruitfulness very conditional condition of being here condition of doing this in particular condition of doing that and i'm telling you i can't make it any softer but i'll tell you if you really want to serve the lord you're gonna have to gradually definitely get out of the control of your possessions. you need to educate yourself to know what money is and what money is about and one of the ways that these possessions can lose their control over you is when you are able to give and when you are able to give it that's that's also the other reason why people don't give because it's so important to them they don't give they can't give all you can do is maybe a tip or something or you know something minimal a tithe is too much and if you give tithes, if they say there's a special offering, let's say if I stand and say, okay, I, I need you two people to give a uh, 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 thousand, everybody here to donate a thousand francs so that we can help to buy a tent. We are going to have a new uh, miracle crusade, whatever, and the tent is going to cost so much money. And I want everybody here, every, I believe that every, almost everybody here can give a thousand francs. If really we go around, really it comes to you death and life, everybody here give a thousand. But if we do the fundraising, you will see three two people and probably the same people who did it last year probably do it again unless the lord touches your heart yeah but i see i always use the example of james where's james uh-huh i always use the example of james and i used that example last year as well you do fundraising and it's like james will be in the church and uh, can you give money and so on no he cannot give. but when his mother died he will tell you how much money he used in going to Ghana for a funeral and how much he spent and this and that and that and that and he will tell you himself it's something that he talks about and so it is for all of us and so the thing is actually con- it actually controls our lives and actually that's what is our own and that is why there always seems to be a struggle between God and Mammon and then we get confused that most confusing part is when pastors seem to prosper and have something that's what even makes us go mad because it's ah, but you i thought you have sacrificed everything how come you have this how do you have that how do you come how do you have a car like that why do you have something like that how come you have some money how come you you don't seem to have ah, but you are we rather are working and, and whatever and you are supposed to have sacrificed and how come now you seem to have all that how come and you seem to have more there are many pastors and ministers god blesses god has blessed me i'm not a poor person at all by any uh, straw a lot of the blessings i have i cannot even use them not that i cannot even use them but i don't even it's the thing we come into you don't even you can't even use that you don't it's, it's not something that you are after if i want to buy a, 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 any kind of car we can buy any kind of car a church which can buy a million pounds cash and when we finish buying we are not broke Amen. the founder and the bishop of the church if i need a car do you think the church cannot buy a car oh please come on i don't even need it i don't even want it 
and that's what baffles people and that's what bores them he's like, ah, we, we have come here, we are working we are this we are that I look at the guy he seems to be okay then they're feeling kind of monkey they work baboon they chop but it's a spiritual thing that's something that god has said that look you give because i tell you i gave my whole life and i still do to a hopeless almost hopeless cause oh yeah i gave my future and my prime of my life everything let's go this way all for the church and who was the church some few nurses <laughs> students laboratory students and nursing students 19 years old 20 years i said it's a church and i left my medical profession everything to follow this and to preach so you see the food i'm bearing it comes with a price and then god gives back a hundredfold of all those things that it seems you lost and all those things have come but then people look and then they start to criticize that's why he said with persecution god then they will say he's doing it because of the money he's doing it because of this he's doing that because of that i play golf one day we were going to play golf and then somebody was sitting behind reverend saki and the person was i was standing somewhere i was probably reverend saki was doing his shoes somewhere and then the man was talking look at this guy he said doctor Eh? and he has left the hospital and he's coming if he was a doctor do you think he would be playing golf here at this time he's taking the church money to come and play golf look at him there this and that and the guy was just talking but he didn't know that reverend saki was a reverend saki god has said excuse me what are you saying and then reverend saki rebuked the man then he came and told us then we also came to the man and then the man was saying oh hey. listen i said i asked the man did you give me money to come and play golf do you know where how i came to stand here to play what i said oh i have been enjoying your program on the radio don't talk about any radio uh, what do you call it and reverend saki said you can be my father you should respect yourself respect yourself reverend saki told him respect yourself you can be my father an elderly man <laughs> you see it all comes with persecutions but at the point you can't even prevent yourself from being blessed oh yeah and i don't want to talk about that but this is the great confusion but i tell you one thing thou lackest one thing thou lackest one thing thou lackest one thing thou lackest one thing and that is what i'm training all my pastors to be you must be ready especially those of you who claim you want to do anything oh yeah you must be ready say i'm ready i'm ready anything i'm not tied i'm not tied to this i'm not tied i can ask pastor Red to go anywhere anywhere you can ask him i can ask pastor richard to go anywhere anywhere at any time he's not in london because he wants to be in london he can i can say come to ghana tomorrow within one four weeks they will be in ghana i came to the other day i told pastor i said you are moving out of switzerland move he's out it's it's it's, it's that's i came to pastor big daddy the other day i said you are moving to kenya move he immediately packed everything told his parents and all that he's leaving his father organized a uh, what do you call it uh, party farewell party and so on and then the lord gave me another direction i came and told him the kenya is off he said oh really i'm really prepared so, okay if you want me to stay i'll stay i'm happy to be here and he's moving that's it 
So as far as I'm concerned, he has gone to Kenya and come already. Oh yeah? Because nothing is controlling him. Nothing is, there's anything that, do this, don't do this, I can do this, I can, no. It's, nothing controls you. Possessions don't limit any instruction. Sell that thou hast, give it to the poor. Come and let's go, let's go. Let's go. What does God want me to do? Oh, there is no one, there is nobody, there is nothing that should be able to limit me or control me or have any kind of restriction. Anything, in, even to die. If dying is what will make God's glory come, then dying it must be. So be it. That's why I still fly. When I sit on a plane, so if I die on this plane, to God be the glory. He sent me, I trust myself to me. If you feel that this age it is a time that I should vanish. I'm on my way. I'm off. I'm out of here. The rest is up to you guys. Sort yourselves out. Oh, yeah. Sort yourselves out. If you still believe the things, carry on. You want to go astray? You can go astray. I've finished my part. Yeah. If that's what the Lord... That's why I, sit, I still sit on planes. A plane that every, almost every time that I'm traveling, I put on the television, I see some mid-air crash at switzerland i'm out on my way to switzerland to last time i was going to colombia i put on this thing then i saw a plane has fallen fallen down in colombia the last time i was going to america that just the day that i was going i saw a plane fell out of new york airport just near pastor joel's house i said what is all this and i don't need to travel i don't need i don't need travel for anything i don't i don't need to travel for financial reasons or anything like that so i'm just trusting the lord I'm just walking by faith, walking in the Lord. If he says go, if he says die, die, you just die. We are here for him. We are at his service. If he calls us, we go. If he says come, we come. If he says stay, we stay. Anything. Nothing controls me. Houses, not control. All the patriarchs, the people who work for God, Abraham and Co., he was always sending, okay, now you move. Come. Go to the next place. Go to Egypt. Come back from Egypt. Do this, do this. Walk in the land. Go around. Jericho, this movement but some of us are tied we are tied we are tied down we are chained we are chained like that <laughs> so lord if you can bring some work around here because my leg when i'm trying to come my leg is pulling me so your leg is <laughs> so when the lord is say come there say, lord i'll send email to them because i can't move from here to say if there's any work we can do over here lord please let there be work here because i'm tired Come because my job, my mortgage, and my child, and my future, and my building possessions are holding me. So I can't get to the souls. So I have to stay here where there are no souls and just be doing something. <laughs> great possessions have me. I'm trying to get to the poop so that I can preach louder, but great possessions have me. <sighs> I'm trying to come back. I can't come where the souls are. Because I, I'm behind. Great processions are holding me back. My mortgage. And my job at WIPO. You know, WHO. They are holding me. The bank. I can't come. I can't come. Tell me, tell me that what I'm saying is not true. You tell me that what I'm saying is not true. Tell me that what I'm saying is not true. 
That's why sometimes I get hurt when I see people who are also trying to do something that you wouldn't do. And still you won't help the person who is doing something like that. Something that you wouldn't leave. Why don't you help the person to do it? And encourage the person. And give to help. And do something substantial for us to feel that we have supporters. So that when I preach and I teach my young ones and they give their lives to the gospel 25 years, 24 years and they are doing it. There are some people who are at the back of it all making it possible. A ministry of helps. Sometimes it pains me when I see that that one too I'm struggling to get people to. Meanwhile you are chained and I've even tried to bring some work near you so that you can be even pretend to be doing something just you know be doing something around as if you are as if you are doing something but really not much and even just help that one too has become a difficulty where are the helpers where are the helpers one thing thou lackest one thing, one thing we lack. And I believe today God is calling us to a sacrificial life. A life where nothing can hold us back. And I'm telling you, pray that nothing will ever be able to hold nothing on earth. Including your husband or your wife. She says I shouldn't come. I believe in it, but she says I shouldn't come. Huh? She said... The story of Anakazu. I've married a wife. I can't come. Married a wife. I can't come because I married a wife. <laughs> Another one said, My business. You don't commit fornication. I know you stopped. And you don't lie. You don't steal. You don't all those things. But he says, Come. You can't. Come. You can't come. Because you've married a wife. A wife is now the reason. You can't do. And the five oxen which God made you alive to see are the reason now why when you are needed you can't come far. The oxen and then the land you bought, that house, the small flat in your that small room <laughs> you signed a contract for 15 years. You can't come. For 25 years more. <laughs> God. Hey. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. God. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. I've married a wife. Pastor. I've married a wife. My wife says she doesn't like such things. My wife says she doesn't want it. She's afraid of such a country. The place, the place, the place you mentioned that you are sending me. My wife is afraid of such a My wife doesn't like mice, rats. I hear a lot of rats in Limbe. I hear a lot of rats. I hear a lot of rats. My wife is afraid of mice. I don't like such thing. I don't want it. And then my land, my land. I bought land some time ago. And we are building. But I still want to serve the Lord. I'll stop fornicating. I want to. Uh, 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 ah. but, uh, the land. Anyway, soon I'll finish with the land. 
just 23 more years i started 25 years i'm left with 33 years and when i finish the 23 years i will serve the lord even though my hair may be gray and my hands will be trembling i will still try and serve the lord for the last three months of my life oh pastor help me i love god jesus looked and said oh he loved the man he loved the man he loved them i said how hardly how hardly, 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 hardly. I can't get out of here. I can't come out because of my wife now and my husband now. You see, Pastor, I've always wanted to serve the Lord, but when I was married, I didn't think about it very well. So this guy, this guy is not interested in these spiritual things. I've been trying to get him, but these days he says I'm in love with the pastor. So, ah! I'm trying to come to church, but he now doesn't want me to come to church. And he says, I should go to another church. I can't get out. I'm married. And my children, my children won't have a good school. Oh, I want my children to speak French and French. I don't want them to just speak. And I want my children to have a British accent. So I can't come out. I don't want them to speak English like an Englishman. I don't want them to speak English like a Ghanaian. And like the way I speak English. And I want them to go to school in Geneva International School and Geneva University. So, Pastor, even though I feel a I can't come because of my children and my wife. I've married and my, my life too. Pastor, oh, I'm so tired. Trying to get free from my possessions and my job and my house and all the things I've gotten in this life. They have now held me. I can't come from this place. I'm working so hard and I love God. And I'm trying to serve him. But these are the things, the yoke of oxen. My contract is the best I've had so far. I used to be a cleaner. But things are better now. And so I don't see how I can come. I don't see how I can come. I tried to come, but it didn't work. I tried. I tried. Oh God. Oh God. One thing thou lackest, my sister. One thing thou lackest. Are you prepared to say to your wife, we are going. That's what I told my wife, we are going. I told my mother-in-law, we are going. I told my mother, I told my father, this is the way I'm going. This is the way, even if it's poverty. That's the way. And that's how come I'm here. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> Let's pray, stand up. I feel sad. Just lift your hands to the Lord and just pray. Mando sambrele majumbere. Nombre que sambrala no shombele remele. Parala mando. Pumbre. Mombre que la manda la mamando no 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 no. The 
it wasn't easy at all. <laughs> Patience and labor. Ah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, we are going on to the next important area. And it is a very, very important area. And I want you guys to really listen carefully because after this particular message, everybody here is going to choose something and is going to do it. Amen. Are you listening to me? How many feel you are becoming pastors? Huh? Now, I want pastors who just pray. Yeah, I'm going to have pastors who just pray. Your work is prayer. Is that, are there going to be pastors like that? Very good. Just be ministers of the Lord. I always say in my church, I want to have my pastors who are instrumentalists. The musicians are pastors. The singers are pastors. Amen. The instrumentalists are pastors. The singers are pastors. The people who pray are pastors. Is it not a wonderful thing? Very powerful thing. Priests, 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 priests. So we are going to have a new type of pastor who just prays. He doesn't preach occasionally. He may say something, but he talks more to God than to mere mortals. Yeah. He talks more to God than to mere mortals. Is it not a powerful thing? So, as we bear fruit, and we get into bearing fruit more and more, we are going to get more and more into an area of, uh, what do you call it, uh, the, the, the bringing forth of something from your life. Your life must bring forth something good. I said your life must bring forth something good. Amen. Amen. Now, bearing fruit after your own kind or bringing forth another of the same kind, you must ask yourself, what is your kind? What's your kind? You get it? Now I'll show you my kind in a way. I am a Ghanaian. I'm half Swiss, half Ghanaian. I've grown up in Ghana, mostly. And two countries where we have very strong churches are Switzerland and Ghana. So I'm bringing forth Ghanaian and Swiss. After my own kind. Amen. I'm bringing forth Ghanaian churches and Swiss churches. I am also a doctor. I'm bringing forth pastors who are doctors. I have quite a few of that. I am a pastor in ministry and I'm bringing forth people who are also leaving whatever they are doing and going into the ministry. And I'm bringing forth more pastors. As, as, you see, as I'm saying that you are pastors, eh, you people, it's, not a, it's a real thing that you see practically happening. A time will come when we are having shepherds come, we will not allow shepherds to come. It will be only pastors. 
pastors will be more than all of us here. Yeah. So many of you are pastors all over. So when we are meeting, if you are a shepherd, we don't have time for shepherds at this time. We need just the pastors. <laughs> are you understanding what I'm saying? Amen. So brothers and sisters, I believe that as I'm sharing with you, a pastor, a, pra- a friend of mine, a pastor, he was listening to a tape. He's not a pastor from Lighthouse. He was listening to a tape. I was preaching 1,000 micro churches. And make sure you get your tapes before you go. Preaching 1,000 micro churches. He said, eh, you said that thing about a thousand times. I said, what? Thousand churches. Thousand churches. And I can see that thing is coming to pass now. I can see. He said, he said I can see it. Because as we come to the camp, and I'm telling you, you can do, I can do, we can do. You can do. And you're going to do. I said, you're going to surprise yourself. People are going to ring you from wherever you came from, Jamaica or from uh, wherever, and they say, eh, <laughs> we hear you are a pastor. One, 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 one lady, you know, somebody said, hey, if this one is also a pastor, then in fact, it is amazing. One person told me, you were able to make this person a pastor. He said, you are working wonders. That's what he told me. <laughs> he told me, you are working wonders. He said, when I heard that this man was a pastor, I said, Doug is working wonders. Because he knew the, the fellow. For such a fellow to become a pastor, they say, Tag is working wonders. You are the next wonderful pastor to be released. I say, You are the next wonderful pastor to be released. People are going to see you be preaching, preaching powerfully. And your former boyfriend will walk through the door and he will see you preaching and he will do his business. And you also make it, I don't care, I'm preaching. And you continue preaching. <laughs> Accuser of the brethren, come to accuse me. I refuse every accusation in the name of Jesus. You lay hands on him and minister to him. Take it. And he'll look at you and say, Take what? Take the anointing. Take the anointing. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. So, 